Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, we are back in the building, rocking and rolling, episode 172, and we are going to get into a controversial topic today. I saw this posted on the shade room, and I wanted to weigh in on it. I didn't post about it yet, but I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to weigh in on it and just give some people some things to think about. And this is a touchy one. So the question was, would you rather get $10 million or have 10 minutes with one of your loved ones that died? That question received a crazy amount of responses. So $10 million or 10 minutes with your loved one. And I thought, I would think that I would say, oh, I want to spend time with my loved ones. I want to have this moment with them. I would do anything for it. But what I realized is that I would take the $10 million. And the reason why is because for me, where I'm at in my grief journey and the work and the effort that I have put in to get to this place, and I'm saying it's still a journey and I'm still on it, that 10 minutes would reverse and erase so much of the peace that I've been able to get. Possibly. There are so many different angles and perspectives that you could think about. But I'm thinking, for me, it's not even about gaining the $10 million. It's about the potential detriment that the 10 minutes would do. So being able to see my grandmother for 10 minutes would torture me. What happens when that 10 minutes expires and I am left there aching and yearning and pleading and crying and really in a bad spot because I want to have more conversation? What do I do when I'm starting to tell my dad about the fact that I have a daughter now and these are the things that I'm doing and just trying to figure out how he is doing? How are you, dad? Where are you, dad? What is it going like? And then call ended or FaceTime over, whatever it is, obviously. But I thought it was a very thought provoking thing because I've said before that I wish I just had more time. I wish I just had more time. But then when time actually has a limit, when it's 10 minutes and not an infinite amount, what does that look like? And for me, I was like, wow, it's not even about taking a 10 million and feeling like, oh, wow, like that's a greedy decision. You would choose to take the 10 minutes, excuse me, the $10 million over 10 minutes with these people that you claim to miss so much. And I was like, yeah, I would take the 10 million because I know for one that the people that I would want to chat with would look at me like, yeah, you definitely need to take that 10 million because they know the heart that I have and what I would do with that money and who I would take care of with that money. And truthfully, a lot of my grandmother's prayers and what she wanted to see for her family, $10 million could really help with a lot of that. And so I would have loved to say I can talk to them for 10 minutes. But when I thought about really, I sat and thought about it. I didn't comment. I didn't weigh in on it when I first saw it. I really thought about it. And I was like, that would tear me apart. It would tear me apart because I love hard and I really miss them so, so much 
that it would seem so torturous. It would kind of to an extent be like digging up a person who was buried. I don't know if that makes sense. And I think we're all going to disagree and hopefully agree to disagree on this. But for me, that 10 minutes will be like digging somebody up and, and also to think about what that would do for them. I don't, I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a deep, it was a really deep question. And I did think about it though, for people who may not be in my circumstance, what could some other potential answers be that I didn't actually see? And I think for people who may have have a lot of guilt and there were some things that you may feel were left unsaid, that 10 minutes could be priceless. That 10 minutes could be very freeing for you. It could be like, oh, that's all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to say. That moment changes everything. You can have a roadblock in your life that that conversation will really, really change for you. But for me, it's like I have been able to find a certain level of peace in those areas with those folks that I would want to speak to. I've also learned to carry my grief in a way where I can have these conversations out outside of my body and I choose to lean in and believe that they can hear me somewhere that our spirits and our souls are still intertwined and can connect in some way and so I really felt like the 10 minute conversation would really take me down it would take me down because think about this I've actually heard voicemails and I've saw videos and sometimes even just pictures the detriment that they have brought to me in certain moments I just know that talking to them for only 10 minutes would tear me apart, would tear me apart. So it's not so much for me, I guess, is taking the 10 million over this. It's choosing the peace that the 10 million could possibly bring over having this conversation that could open up so many wounds and so many areas within my life that, nah, I'm not, I wouldn't be wanting to do that. I was curious. It was so many different comments. People were like, oh, I'm taking the 10 million. Some people were like, it was hard because they didn't get a chance to say goodbye. So for some people, for real, I respect it. I truly, I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I don't think there's a right answer. I think there's a you answer. What makes sense for your life? There's people who lost their loved ones during a pandemic and they weren't able to even say goodbye. They weren't able to even be able to see that person. There's people who their loved one passed away when they were incarcerated on either side of it. Maybe the, the loved one was an inmate and maybe there was a family or a friend of an inmate. So there's so many different circumstances. But what I've really the deeper part of it is that. Unless there is forever for me, there's no amount of time. There's no amount of time that would be enough. There's no amount of time that would be enough. Now, if they said you get 10 minutes a month or 10 minutes a day, then that's a different conversation. But to just have that time. And then, see, this is what we do. We, we see these posts and we see these, these debates and it's controversy. And then it becomes, so who am I having the 10 minutes with? Because there's a couple of people that I, I would want to chat with if obviously if I chose that opportunity. So then it's like, oh, man, I should have talked to that person or maybe I should have talked to this person or, or like even now if I have a conversation with somebody and I say something that I maybe didn't mean or the way that I worded it wasn't the right way. I won't have a chance. Will I ever have a chance to reverse that? iPhone just came out with the opportunity to unsend, but a message that you put out there. But I 
don't think you will be able to do that in this circumstance. So it's like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. But now the person that I shouldn't have said that to, how can I ever get a chance to tell them again that I didn't mean to say that? So I don't know. I'm a deep thinker, I guess, in that way. And that's just kind of how I process it. But it struck me because I will always think that if I had just 10 minutes, just some time, any time to see you again, to talk to you again, that I would do it. But then I thought about it and I'm like, man, would I? That would be so hard. And this is even, oh my goodness, it just gets even deeper. Talking to somebody that I love that passed away for 10 minutes and realizing that the person that I am, so I am with my grandmother, I am six years older. With my father, I'm three years older. They're still that same, they would maybe still be that same person. So then it's like there's a, a reintroduction to an extent. Like there's so much that you can just go down a rabbit hole with it. But it just really got me to thinking about that. And I wanted to share it because it could make you think about it a little bit too. And I guess it can maybe help to an extent on your journey when you think about what we really want back and what we're really yearning for. And so it's like I just want one more conversation or, or one more talk or one more chance. And it's like will one more actually really be enough? Will it really be enough? And then it, it gets you thinking about the fact that you even have to contemplate what you would do in this circumstance, because that means that your loved ones have passed away and they're not here. And so there are conversations that you want to have. And so when we think about that and we think about the sorrow that we're dealing with and we're trying to fill those voids, we're trying to fill that emptiness and find our way back. And we think that Something will be the answer. So I would used to think that 10 minutes with my loved ones would change the way I feel, would help me heal, would fill some sort of space. But for me now on my journey where I'm at, I'm realizing that it could bring me further back. It could tear me apart more. So whatever it is that you might be yearning for and feeling like if you had this, this would be better. That might not be a possibility. Excuse me, that might not be a reality. So really reevaluate the accuracy of what we're saying will help us on our healing journey is what I learned. I'm speaking for myself. I learned that I've said that plenty of times. I mean, I just wish my dad was here. I just wish my grandma was here. I wish there was a, a possibility for me to be able to talk to them again just one more time and then realizing that that one more time will never be enough. So in this question, I would take the $10 million, make my life better, make my family's life better and pray that my angels can see how we've been able to grow, how we've been able to thrive, how we've been able to pivot from this point of when they had their departure and just see how things are. That would make me happier for them to be able to have their souls rest a lot more easily, knowing that their family was good, that the stress and the worry and the concerns that their family has right now, at least from a financial standpoint anyway, have been eliminated. That I know, like I, there's not a doubt that my grandmother would rest well knowing that somebody in her family that she trusts and knows would look out for her people has $10 million to change their lives. And I'm going to go a step further I, with that $10 million, man, listen, I would, I would buy her house. I would do so many different things that I could do. To just make sure that everybody was good. I would definitely do it just to make sure that we're all good. And it, and for me, being able to really take a question that's on social media and then evaluate what that really looks like for your life, what that really means, 
it's good. It's good because sometimes we don't really think that way. And then you see how some information can make you think and get curious. That's why I always say, like, try to be as curious as you can on your grief journey and really look at when certain things you're faced with, what they actually can bring by their answers. So when we're seeking and we find, I think we can become more free. We can find a path and a direction when we're digging and we're learning versus just staying stagnant. So a simple little question, not simple, but I would say a simple Instagram post really that did have an outpouring of responses really made me think, hey, I want to offer this to my audience and I want them to really open their eyes and look at what their expectations are and what they're yearning for and what they're hoping for in their grief journey. And if that thing that they feel, if only this was answered or became a possibility, would it really, really bring you the outcome, the feeling, the emotion that you thought that it would? I wanted to just dive into that because it was it was really alarming for me to think that I thought I would take 10 minutes with my people over $10 million because I'm not really a materialistic person. I'm not really someone who's so, so worried about finances. I'd, I'd rather be able to do that. And I know there are so many different outlooks that could happen with this because, of course, there was just a post. It wasn't. And these are the stipulations and these are their parameters and this and this and this. Like there's there's so many different things. And I think if we ultimately really, really were faced with that as a true option, I, I will also hope that a lot of us would trust our gut and our natural instinct in terms of how we feel inside and what we're led to do and what that question could be or what the answer could be or how we can kind of move about that. And so I, I, would, I would really, really be interested to hear your feedback. If you if you hear this episode, feel free to DM me or shoot me an email at thegriefbully at gmail.com or info at janacolejones.com or slide into my DMs. Let me know your thoughts either on Facebook or at the Grief Bully Podcast. You can go over there and send me a direct message or you can go on Instagram and send me a message there because I will be curious to hear your feedback on it. It was a question and trust me, it got a lot of feedback, so many different angles. I didn't even look at them all because I wanted to really just digest it for myself and think about it. But it would definitely be some healthy debate. I might actually ask this question to somebody on a show, one of my upcoming guests, probably because I, I would love to hear on on the air, you all to able to hear dialogue on that question and see what the answer actually will be. So I am super grateful for that. Listen, I also want to say at the time of this recording, Brittany Griner has been freed and I am happy about that. I know a lot of people feel indifferent, but just thinking about if that was someone that I love, what would I want to see the favorable outcome be? And just realizing that we all do make mistakes. And the biggest lesson when I heard this today and I reached out to Katie, my co-host on my other podcast, the Sober Black Girls Club. Shout out to you, Katie. I called her up because we had been following this story and just really sharing our, our feelings on it. What we realized is that it's not over till it's over. And so even though we might feel a certain way, in life and we feel completely down out the odds are stacked against us the world is against us not everybody is in support there's so many different oppositions here and then there's also obviously accountability as well and you might not see a way out you might only see darkness you may not see that light but I want you to look at some other people's circumstances and just see that it's not over until it's actually over so whatever that is in your life steadfast keep going push forward keep the faith and keep believing and keep pressing forward. And it's just not over. It's not over. It's not over. And so I wanted to leave you with that. If you listen to the audio, leave me a review. Let me know your thoughts. If you're watching it, 
leave me a comment. I would appreciate that as well. Like I said, you can reach out to me directly if you would like to. Definitely don't hesitate to do that. But you have to be following me on Instagram. So if you're not doing it, make sure you do so at I underscore AM underscore Jane Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know, love and light. Peace. Mm -hmm.